0: So what I want you to do with this paper and this pen, first of all, you can take notes through the whole message, but I have something I want you to write here in the beginning. Uh, before we get started here, I want you to write down your biggest goal for 2024. <coughs> Whatever your biggest goal is for 2024. Go ahead and write that down. <laughs> Write down your biggest goal for 2024. The big one. I see a lot of thinking going on. Put you on the spot. All right, it might pop in your head as we go, and that's fine too. So after that, I want you to write down any other goal. You might have for 2024. It may be something small, something little. Uh, you want to wake up 10 minutes earlier every day. Wh- whatever your goal is, uh, any any smaller goals you have for 2024, go ahead and write those down as well. I wrote mine down earlier, so I'm good. Now, we're not going to share these with each other, so you're, you're safe if you wrote down something personal. It's just between you and God. So, that last one, yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, so, the, Write down any other goals you might have for 2024. So you'll write down your biggest goal, and then after that, write down any other goal you might have for 2024, even if it's real small. Now, you might have two, three, a hundred, whatever, you know, everybody's different, so no, no big deal. Maybe you only have one big goal and the rest of the year don't matter or whatever. That's fine. Now, we'll we'll get to these at the end of the message here. Uh, and We'll kind of look at them specifically. Again, we're not going to read them to each other, so you're safe. If you wrote down anything personal, you're fine. Uh, but first, I want to tell you, I want to start tonight with a story about a husband and a wife that are working together on a farm. Uh, so it's obviously not me and Autumn. We don't work on a farm. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so on a farm, everyone has to pitch in and work, and once uh, a lady was uh, not very experienced at driving the tractor for the farm, is typically what her husband did, but they had to both you know, do this and, and work together here, so the husband asked her to drive the tractor, and so they're plowing the field. They have the disc thing behind the tractor, and they're plowing the field, and he gets it all set up and gets her in there, and all she needs to do is drive it now. Uh, so he, she's kind of nervous about it she doesn't know what she wants or you know how to do it and, and she's worried she's going to mess everything up and uh, so he says it's real simple all you got to do is just pick something at the end of the field and drive straight towards it and uh, so he does that or he tells her that and she uh you know gets in there and starts driving away towards what she's aiming at, right? And so next thing you know, uh, the husband's coming running up the field next to her, waving her down, trying to get her to stop. She finally stops, and she looks over at him, getting ready to say what's wrong, and she realizes her line is just all over the place. And 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 so he starts to tell her the same thing he told her. beginning, just pick one thing down at the end of the uh, at at the end of the field, and you just drive right towards that thing, and your line will be straight the whole way because you're just aiming at one thing. And she says, "Well, I did." And she points down to the end of the field. And as she starts to tell him that what she was looking at, she realizes it's moving. And she realizes she 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 picked it was a little bird at the end of the field hopping along on the ground. Back and forth, and so as it hopped around, she was just following it. Oh. So uh, we need to be very careful what we set our mark at. Uh, we need to be uh, aiming at in, in something very specific, and we need to be careful about what we aim at, what our goal is, what we set our mark at. We need to be careful about that. Uh, we need to set our goals on things that are constant, things that are uh, consistent, something that's not going to change or move. The world has so many things that is just shifting. The goals of the world are, are just always shifting. They're all over the place. Uh, but the truth that is found in God's Word is stationary. It won't move. If you aim at something if from God's Word, you're going to be straight lines all the way down the field. Uh, so we need to keep our life heading in the right direction, and we need to make sure our goals are in line with what God's Word says. Hebrews 12, chapter, uh, chapter 12, verse 1, Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every way, and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher, finisher of our faith. Uh, this is the purpose of the mes- message tonight. Uh, we need to have a goal. We need to set our goal on something that is sure, something that is true, something that is unmoving. We need to set our goals on accomplishing the work of the Lord this year. Uh, now, I'm not going to, uh, throughout this message, I'm not going to give you a specific goal that you have to pick from. Uh, I'm going to try to help encourage us along the way to set a goal, and, and set a goal that is in line with God's Word and then work towards it. And that's, that's the purpose of the message tonight. Uh, we can't just go through this year goalless. Uh, because we'll find out that in December 2024, one year from today, uh, that we maybe didn't accomplish very much if we didn't have any goals. Uh, maybe we made it through the year, but at the end we realized we just didn't do very much that had eternal value. Uh, but if we set a goal, then we can't accomplish something this year. Uh, so my first point tonight is we must set a goal. Go ahead and turn to Philippians chapter 1. We're going to look at Philippians chapter 1. We'll start in verse 12. We must set a goal. Philippians chapter 1, starting in verse 12. But I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out, rather, unto the furtherance of the gospel. So that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. "...the one preach Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice?" For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. According to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Paul had a goal in his life. Uh, once Paul gave his life to Christ, he then had a goal. Uh, he was on a mission in his life to tell as many people about Jesus as he possibly could. Uh, Paul did not go through life goalless. He didn't just try to get by. He didn't just do whatever felt right in that moment. Paul had a goal. He had a very specific goal that he worked towards every single day of his life. Paul was able to accomplish so much because he had a goal. Uh, Paul was v- a very successful Christian, I would say. Uh, he did so much work for the Lord, and the work that he did all those years ago are still working today. He wrote these letters as service to the Lord, and he did that 1,000 years ago. And, and, and he's, uh, that work is still working today as we read through it and God speaks to us through his work. Uh, Paul would not have been able to be so successful if he did not have a goal. I've not seen one single business uh, that was successful that did not have a goal. Uh, Every business has some kind of goal they're aiming for. Uh, They have some kind of motto that revolves around that goal. And the successful businesses always have a goal. I've also not met one successful person that did not have a goal. Uh, when you think of a person with no goals, uh, what do you think of? I know the image that probably pops in your mind when, when, when you're asked to think of someone with no goals. Uh, in, in a previous job I had, I've seen plenty of people with no goals. They slept until 1 p.m. every single day. Uh, they lay around the rest of the day when they were awake. Uh, They never cleaned anything. Uh, Their apartments were just full of junk and trash and and whatever. Uh, Broken things never got fixed. Uh, They never had enough money uh, to pay their bills. They never had enough money to even buy proper food. People without goals live that kind of lifestyle. I've seen hundreds of people like this. Uh, I've seen them live like this. And in my mind, I think uh, they don't have a goal at all, do they? Uh, But really, they probably do have a goal. Uh, I would assume their goal is to probably do as, as, as little as they can for as long as they possibly can. Uh, but that's not a good goal. If we don't set a specific goal, then we're going to accomplish the goal of doing nothing. Uh, the, in the parable of the talents, the man that had one talent, his goal was to not do anything with his talent. And what did he accomplish? Nothing. Nothing. He did nothing with his talent because he didn't have a goal to do anything. The other two guys, they set out to do something with it. They had a goal of making more out of it. And they did that. They accomplished that because they set that goal and they did it. The man with one, his goal was to just hide it, do nothing with it, give it back in the end. And that's exactly what he did. He accomplished his goal of doing nothing. Paul had a goal. And because he had a goal, he was able to accomplish many things. Now, Paul, he didn't just have a goal, but Paul's goal had an eternal effect. Paul's goal had an eternal effect. Looked at at verse 18 there. What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. Paul's goal was for Christ to be preached, for people to hear about Jesus And for people to get saved. Uh, These are Paul's goals and they have an eternal impact. Uh, Yes, they will affect people in the world now. I have a joy in my life because I have Jesus in my life that I would not have if I didn't get saved. So those people that he's reaching, they will be impacted in this life. But that impact will not disappear at death. It will carry on into eternity. Paul's goals had an eternal effect. Uh, the goals of this world will not last for eternity. Uh, wh- one of the biggest goals of the world is have money in your savings account, right? So having $10,000 in your savings account will not matter in eternity. Having $2 million in your 401k so you can retire comfortable, that will not matter in eternity. Uh, owning a successful business, having millions of followers online, having uh, that brand new car or, or seven or eight cars that you want. That will not matter in eternity. Uh, these are all common goals of the world that we live in. They will not matter in eternity. They hold very little or no effect on eternity at all. Now, you obviously can use money to reach people and things like that. Uh, but if it's your goal you're not aiming you're aiming to get more of the money and not to use it for God. Uh, depending on where you go for the information, I looked at a lot of different websites this past week, uh, but the number one resolution on many of the top ten lists, uh, the number one resolution was to make more money. That is the goal of the world. Not not to spread the gospel, not to preach Christ, not for people to be saved, and not for people to escape hell, but to just make more money here while we're here. And that has no impact on eternity. The goals of this world have nothing to do with eternity. And and if we're not careful, us Christians can get pulled in by these kinds of goals. Because it, it doesn't sound bad to have money and savings, right? I mean, that's a safe thing to do. That's a good thing to do, right? Have money in your savings. Uh, to have a good 401k so you can retire. Or to run a good successful business. Uh, but if we make those our goals, we will spend too much time achieving those goals. And the time we spend on the things of God will get smaller and smaller. Uh, Paul never once taught about building up your savings. Uh, or he never taught about these other goals of the world. Uh, This is because those goals have very little or nothing to do with winning souls to Christ. And that was Paul's goal. Paul taught on the things that would affect eternity. Paul spent his time working on goals that would affect eternity. Uh, We would do better to spend more time focusing on the things of God and, and winning souls to Christ. Because these kind of goals will affect eternity. And this brings me to my next point. Paul actively worked towards his goals. Uh, Turn over maybe a page uh, to Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. It says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Verse 14, I press toward the mark, for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul desired to accomplish his goal. And he did so much, uh, he desired that so much that he never stopped working towards his goal. And one of Paul's writings that is in the later part of his life, he writes about how he lived his life. In, In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, it says, For I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. He's getting later in his life here. He says, I have fought a good fight, and I have finished my course, and I kept the faith. Uh, Paul says that he fought a good fight. Paul kept at it. Paul never quit. Paul did not tap out. Paul stayed faithful to serving God to the very end. Amen. And now you might be thinking, well, uh, you don't know what I'm going through right now. This is really tough. I, I have some things to deal with. I just need to take a break from serving God for a little bit. I might not know what you're going through, but God does. God was able to use Paul in some of the worst and toughest situations possible. Uh, Paul's goal was to preach salvation through Jesus Christ. And Paul worked at his goal in every situation of his life. Paul preached when he was on trial to go to jail. Paul preached when he was in jail. Paul preached even though he had some kind of physical issue. Paul preached even when fellow servants abandoned him. And he continued preaching even though some of them stabbed him in the back. Paul preached even when he was all alone. Paul preached even after being treated horrible. Paul was stoned and beaten and thrown into jail many times in his life. And he still preached. Paul had it tough. I don't think any of us understands what Paul went through. But he kept on working towards his goal of preaching to the lost. Paul kept working towards his goal and he never let anything get in the way. We need to be more like Paul. We need a purpose in our heart that no matter what, we will keep working towards the goal that God has given us to do. We need to be determined to stay active on working on our goal. Uh, We need to be determined before something comes along, uh, along our way to stop us. Uh, If we're already determined before something comes up, then we won't even pause at it. We'll, We'll just keep on working and trusting God to take care of us, and nothing will stop us from getting the goal that God has for us done. Paul set a goal. Paul had Paul's goal had an eternal effect, and Paul actively worked towards his goal. We need to be more like Paul in 2024. As we approach 2024, uh, we probably realize that time is running out. Uh, That is why we need to set a goal and we need to keep at it. Uh, Now, I played basketball. I like to talk about when I played basketball because I get to tell you how athletic I used to be. Uh, So I I played on a basketball team uh, when I was young and in shape. And and I could jump more than an inch off the ground back then. And uh, our team... Uh, was okay, and uh, there was one game I remember, we were really close, I think we had to score a basket to tie it, uh, and, and then uh, I think we had to score two to tie it, three, we could have won, uh, and so uh, we had the ball, but uh, the coach calls a timeout, and why does he call a timeout? To set a goal for the last, I can't remember how many, eight or ten seconds or whatever is left in the game. Uh, We had to set a goal. We went over to the coach. He sets a goal. He tells us this goal, this plan that we're going to try to do. And then we go out and execute it. And and we didn't execute it and we lost. But but we had a goal. (laughs) It was kind of my fault. I lost the ball out of bounds. But uh, anyways, uh, when we're in the last uh, 20 seconds of a game, it's important to have a goal. Uh, Even more so than in the first 20 seconds of the game. Uh, Because it it really matters in the end. Uh, The the last little bit there is going to make a difference. We're in the last 20 seconds of time here. Uh, maybe not literally, I don't know, maybe. We'll see in a couple seconds here. Uh, but time is running out. Uh, if we don't call a timeout right now, before this new year starts, and we need to make a plan in this timeout, and we need to go out and execute this plan in 2024, uh, so that we can accomplish something in these last 20 seconds. Uh, we know that we are in the last few seconds because of what Jesus tells us of the signs of the end of time and what will come to pass just before the rapture. He tells us this in Matthew chapter 24 and Mark chapter 28. Uh, I don't have to convince you uh, that those things Jesus is talking about are happening right now. Our own country is battling against itself in, in all areas. Uh, not even just one party against the other. The parties themselves are fighting against themselves. Uh, it's, a, it's a mess. It's a mess. Uh, You don't have to read the news headlines for more than a minute or two, and you will realize that we are just flying through that list that Jesus gave us uh, about the end of times. We're right there. It it literally could happen any second. Uh, So as we consider the fact that time is running out, we need to realize that this makes it even more important to set a goal and then to stay working at it. So I have four benefits of setting a goal and being faithful to working on it. First goal is setting a goal will help us to stop wasting time. Setting a goal will help us to stop wasting time. Uh, The great wisdom in the book of Proverbs warns us about wasting time. Go ahead and turn to Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6, we'll look at verses 9 through 11. It says, How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth, and thy want as an armed man. It is not good for us to waste time. It is not good for us. It's not good for the ones around us either for us to waste time. It's not good for the lost ones out there if we waste time. Those ones that we could be reaching if we weren't wasting time. Uh, What would you do on a day where you didn't set an alarm? You didn't have any to-do list for this day at all. You had nothing to do. You had no goal on that day whatsoever. Uh, What would happen on that day? I know what would probably happen on that day for me. I would probably sleep in really late, and then I would just mosey around the house for a while, and then I'd go find a new place to lay down for a while. Uh, I need goals. I need things set in place so I have something to work on, uh, some, some kind of goal. Now, in all honesty, I can only lay around for so long, but I get antsy. Uh, but really, I would not achieve very much on a day, and that's why I set goals for myself for the next day. Each night before I go to bed, uh, well, before I go to sleep, I like to think about what I need to do tomorrow. And, and I, I like to think about what I want to get done. And then I decide when I'm going to start on these things and, and what I'm going to do and in what order and, and how long I think it might take me and what all I can get done the next day. Uh, by setting goals like this, I, I make myself get things done. And, and I find that I'm not just sitting around wasting time. It, it's funny, the more I have to do, the more I get done. Uh, when when we were moving, uh, I had so much to do, and, and I, it, you know, if if we weren't moving, all those things wouldn't have got done. I, I feel like I did like forty hours worth of work in a twenty four hour day on so many different days. But it's because I had all those goals. I had certain things I had to get done by a certain time, and I worked towards it and I got it done. Uh, so we need to set a spiritual goal so that we don't waste time. We need to get to work on the things of God. We need to get to work on our relationship with God. We need to get to work on discipling others. We need to get to work on telling others about Jesus. And we need to get serious about reaching the lost. If we don't set goals to get these kind of things done, then, then they just won't get done. Uh, we need to set a goal so we don't waste time. The second is we need to set a goal so we can please God. We need to set a goal. So we can please God. My biggest desire when I get to heaven. Is to hear God say well done. That's my biggest desire. I want to please God. And I want to hear God say well done. When I get there. If I set a goal. uh, That will help me stay faithful to God. And serving God. And and I will have a much better chance. Of being pleasing to God. If I set goals and work towards them. Uh, When my goals align with God and God's goal for, for my life, uh, then I'll live in harmony with God. We can be in harmony with God if our goals align with what God wants for us. Uh, we cannot walk with God and be close to God if our goals are not what God desires for us. We also cannot be close to God if we never set a goal. God does not want his children just aimlessly walking through life. God wants us to have a goal and work towards that goal and get things accomplished. God wants us to be successful, and this can only happen if we set a goal, and that goal has an eternal effect. Uh, Psalms 34, 7, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. God wants to bless us. God wants to give us things. Uh, he wants to give us what we desire, but we have to make sure that our desires and our plans or our goals align with God's plan. If we set a goal and that goal aligns with God's goal for us, then God will be pleased with us. And God can then even bless us. Uh, Setting goals will help us to stop wasting time. Setting goals uh, that is in line with God's plan will help us please God. And setting a goal uh, will help us keep serving. Setting a goal will help us keep serving. I'm sure that we all want to serve God. Uh, At least I hope so. Uh, If you want to serve God, then the best way to make sure that that happens would be to set a goal that involves you serving God. Uh, When uh, we have a house that needs work done, Uh, I have a whole bunch of stuff i got to do to this house. And if I don't ever set a goal to get it done, it won't ever get done. If I want to paint by Friday... Well, on Monday, I need to go over and start filling holes in the wall. And on uh, Tuesday, I need to go and sand. And on Wednesday, I need to prep everything else for painting so that I can start painting and getting it done. I have to set some goals so some things can get done. If you want to serve God, then set a goal that will uh, involve you serving Him. You can set a goal of teaching a devotion a couple times this year. Uh, Set a goal of attending outreach this year. You can set a goal of singing in church for God. You can set a goal of discipling someone this year. You can set a goal of telling a certain number of people about Jesus. Uh, If you want to serve God, then set a goal that will involve you serving God uh, in some specific ministry. And, And there are plenty of things that can be done around here. We have ministry opportunities available all over the place for people on any level. If you were saved yesterday, we will find something for you to do. Uh, There is some way that you can serve God. Uh, If you want to do something, all you have to do is speak up. If you say something to me or pastor, we will find something for you guys to do. Uh, All you have to do is speak up. Setting goals will help us to stop wasting time. Setting goals uh, that are in line with God's plan will help us to please God setting a goal will help us to be obedient and serving God. And the last one, number four, setting a goal will help us reach the lost. Setting a goal will help us reach the lost. We know that God is not willing that any should perish. And we know that uh, we are all called to tell others about Jesus. So we can know that if we set a goal and we know that that goal is in line with God's plan, then in some way our goal will help us reach the lost. If you're, For example, if your goal involves reading the Bible more, now you might be thinking that doesn't directly reach the lost, but that will help you to be more confident in telling others about Jesus and the things of God that are found in God's word, and you will be able to relate to people and tell them things that are in the Bible, and you can then reach them for God. If your goal involves teaching of any kind, teaching a class or devotion, discipleship, uh, maybe you want to come up here and preach, Uh, I'll tell you, teaching teaches you more than sitting there and and being taught to. I guarantee you that. I've learned more preparing a message uh, than I have sitting through messages. Uh, It's just how it works. Uh, If you do that, if you set a goal of teaching of some kind that'll better prepare you and, and, and help you grow to a point of where you can reach people better. Uh, if your goal involves any of the many ways to serve during church service here, uh, you can reach the lost through this church as well. If your goal is pleasing to God, then your goal will help you reach the lost. Maybe we need to set a specific goal to reach the lost. Uh, I've done that in previous years. I've selected a A certain number of people I wanted to reach per year, or sometimes I did it per month. Uh, A certain number of people I wanted to tell about Jesus and tell about salvation. Maybe uh, you've never told anyone about Jesus or about salvation. Uh, God will be pleased if you just tell one person. Uh, And I think that we're all capable of telling more than one, uh, but one would be a great start. Uh, Maybe we need to set a goal of reaching uh, one or more than one, and that's great. Uh, Set a specific goal for telling others about Jesus is good. It will cause us to think about it more. It will cause us to be more aware of the opportunities that slip right past us all the time. So at the start of the message, I had you write down your biggest goal. And I had you write down some other goals uh, for 2024. Now, I want you to take a second, just read over what you wrote. Uh, Don't read it out loud. Don't tell anybody. Uh, just read over what you wrote for a second. Now, I want you to take that paper home. Don't just crumple it up and throw it away. Uh, don't throw it in the recycling bin. Uh, I want you to take that paper home tonight. I want you to pray over it tonight. Whatever you wrote down on that paper, I want you to pray over it tonight. And then when you wake up tomorrow, which will be the first day of the year, will be the start of the new year. I want you to seek God's leading on whether or not you should change those goals for 2024 or if those are the right goals for you for 2024. Uh, That way, moving forward, you know exactly what God expects of you for that year, for 2024. Goals are important. Uh, We will get more done if we have goals and if we stay faithful to working on those goals. Uh, I think God has huge plans for us all in 2024. And I would hate for us to get to the end of 2024 and think, well, I wish I would have done more for God. Or I wish I would have planned ahead so I could have gotten something done for God. Uh, I don't want us to waste 2024. Uh, The time is precious. Again, we are in the end here. Uh, We are... Uh, not going to get another today. Today's over. What we did today is already set in stone. We can't go back and fix anything uh, that we didn't do. Uh, but we can plan ahead for tomorrow and for the next day and for the coming year. And we can set goals and we can work on those goals so that we can do more for God in 2024. So that's your challenge tonight. Set a main goal for 2024. Pray over it. uh, Know for sure that's what God wants you to do for 2024. And and then set a few other goals to go with that uh, also for 2024. And once you do that, you need to determine that you will not let anything get in the way of you working towards those goals. If you do that and you rely on God's power and God's strength, then you will do exactly what God has planned for you to do in 2024. And how wonderful... Will it be one year from today, at the end of 2024, and you can look back and you can know for sure that you accomplished exactly what God had for you to do that year. It's up to us to make it happen. So let's make it happen. Let's pray.